Terry Joyce. I'm Terry Joyce, your host. Welcome to my podcast here on Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Podbean or wherever you may be listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Also, get a 5% discount on CBD BioCare products. We have a new product now, a sleeping gel with CBN and melatonin, which is just hot off the shelves. Get your 5% discount and more at greatcbddeals.com. Uh, right, so here we go. Today's show is about the comedian uh, Tiffany Haddish. And how I found out about this particular topic was a friend of mine called me up and said, Hey, Terry, do you want to hear some really juicy piece of gossip? Uh, now, technically, uh, you know, I guess it's base to want to hear gossip, but it is somewhat like human nature or what you would consider gossip to be. And I said, hey, let me clean the cat box first and I'll get back and I'll give you a call back because, you know, I, I do have a cat, by the way, Orlando. I know that probably sounds gross, but, you know, like, you got to please the kitty, right? It's like, you know, first clean the cat box, then, you know, let's talk about some gossip. <laughs> Not before and then afterwards. Um, so... Tiffany Haddish uh, is a comedian. Uh, I am a stand-up comedian, and I have actually worked with Tiffany Haddish on uh, a show called uh, Ludovica's Funny Burlesque Show. And the show that we did, I, I'm thinking it was in 2015 at the Frida Kahlo Theater. And there was burlesque and comedy and magic and dancers and comedians and sometimes the comedians were dressed in lingerie which I believe Tiffany Haddish might have done her set in lingerie um, shortly after that she got a big break uh, and got uh, landed a, a substantial role uh, on uh, television and her career pretty much uh, skyrocketed as a matter of fact, uh, she recently, not too long ago, she's been voted as being one of the hundred most influential people in the United States or in the entertainment business. Um, I guess I should be a little bit more exact on that. But if you do look at Wikipedia, which is actually not the best source, but it did give me some background information on her. For example, uh, she's lived in foster homes. She's been homeless before. Uh, she started stand-up at the age of 17. Um, Damon Wayans uh, took her under her wing. The Wayans took her, them under her under their wings. And also, I think maybe uh, Richard Pryor uh, did as well. And uh, she has had a huge uh, comedy career. So on that night that I worked with uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, I don't really recall really bumping into her per se or actually really meeting her. Uh, I do remember that she was late to the show. And uh, I think that stressed out Ludo, who was the, basically the star of the show. It was her show. She was the producer of it and uh, was kind of stressed that she was late, uh, but excited to have her on the lineup because at that time she was, you know, hot, a hot ticket up and coming. 
and obviously so, you know, she's uh, landed shows and uh, landed TV shows and movie roles since. I mean, she's so well known, right, that when the famous uh, Will Smith, Chris Rock slap happened at the Academy Awards, uh, Tiffany Haddish had something to say about it. A little bit controversial, like she came out and said, oh, well, you know, I think, uh, and, you know, he was just defending his woman. And that's what a real man does. And a lot of people got excited about that. They got excited about that particular uh, sentiment. But she voiced it and she had the platform to voice it. And she became part, a major part of some of that discussion. A celebrity of note saying something like this in the comedy business. So that particular night, we took pictures after the show, and uh, my friend, who was the photographer, he was the one who had the juicy piece of gossip, and he said something like, um, for example, uh, about a couple months ago, he let me know that Ludo was upset with Tiffany because Tiffany stole... Uh, a really signature routine. It was like a lazy stripper routine. And of course it was a burlesque show. So Ludo did that routine. And apparently Tiffany took that routine and put it on television or stole it. And once you have a bit on television, uh, it's really at that point, it's your bit. Uh, you are the person who has the show that brought that piece of material out to where people will identify with that particular bit with you. It doesn't matter if it belonged to another comedian who'd been using it for many years, maybe even sold T-shirts off of it, or it might have been their major closing act. Because of the fact that you are not the famous person with the TV show, some comedians will take that person's bit, their moneymaker, their t-shirt seller, and publish it in a mainstream forum. Well, Tiffany did something like this. And so when, you know, my friend called me up and, I, and said, I have a juicy piece of gossip, uh, it came from that kind of sentiment. I, why am I sharing this with you? Uh, maybe because it, it happened or maybe because for me it's part of the interest. Uh, I'm not doing this show because I'm wanting to really trash Tiffany Haddish or um, determine whether or not she's guilty or should be, you know, should lose her lawsuit or any of that stuff. Uh, what I want to do today is mostly just focus on the comedy and why is this comedy okay? And is this particular type of comedy being socialized or integrated into society as being acceptable? Because it's not the first time, and again, one of the places mentioned in the articles uh, that they did this bit, because she also, there's another comedian involved with this named Ari Spears, and allegedly, not allegedly, they actually did these routines together. Okay, now from my understanding, because I've been watching videos on YouTube, I've been watching people talk about this, I've been watching, uh, there's also a video on YouTube of Tiffany Haddish, she's in Greece and Mykonos right now, and she did like almost like a 20 minute video of, of the food and the spread and the 
beach and her hotel room and all of this stuff. So she's out of the country at the moment. And some people are even finding this to be offensive. Like, okay, so now you have a major lawsuit about grooming underage kids into a sexually explicit comedy bit. And now you've left the country. Uh, so there's a lot of people that say, oh, you, you've got this going on, but you're, you're partying. Like in the video, she says something like, you know, I've been dancing five days straight and, uh, you know, drinking and dancing and just having a whooping it up, having a great time in another country. And she's getting some criticism for that. If you read, and I'm going to go through a, a couple of the articles. I've, I've pulled up like three different articles as examples of what's going on in the mainstream media and how it's being discussed. But from what I can tell is that Tiffany approached a colleague or a friend that had something to do with the entertainment business. I don't know if they were other comedian or maybe they were another comedian, but it was somebody that she was friends with and she had known for a period of time. And she asked this person if they could use her children in some bits and one of the bits was supposed to be for a commercial and the other one was um supposed to be for nickelodeon or something like that but it really one of them actually ended up being i know for sure published on funny or die and you can research um the one that's been published on Funny or Die, it's still up because other people have mirrored it and had made commentary on it. But from what I have read so far, that the first piece, and by the way, I want to give you a little bit of a warning if you are sensitive to any of these uh, types of subjects, because now I'm going to get a little more explicit in, in explaining what these bits are about. One of the bits, one of the sketches dealt with a 13 year old girl who uh, they were, it's supposed to be like, she was being educated how to give oral sex and they were using a subway sandwich or a subway um, sandwich as being um, for the penis. All right. Now, what I find compelling about that, the fact that it's Subway and their famous spokesperson in the past, Jared, the guy who kept losing, all, lost all the weight, but ate sandwiches at Subway because they were a healthier choice. That guy was arrested for child pedophilia and uh, incarcerated uh, for it and lost the whole, the whole, the whole deal. So the subway thing, there's like, there is in a weird way a subway connection or a subway coincidence, if you if you will. All right. The second piece, which I think is really very disgusting, and apparently this the boy was seven years old. It involves Ari Spears, and uh, she uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, goes to Ari and goes, hey, will you take care of my nephew? I got to go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Ari Spears says, yeah, but he's real pervy, real big old wide-eyed stuff. And the little boy is in underwear. Like apparently the mom couldn't like 
clothe him properly when she dropped him off at the babysitter. He's sitting in a pair of underwear playing with the train. And Ari Spears has two eye holes cut out of a newspaper and he's glaring at him like perving on him. And the little boy is, um, and, and then he's like, and then, and then he's putting uh, baby oil on his back, but he's squeezing it as if it's ejaculation and then rubbing it on his back and being creepy. And then there's a shot of a little boy. He has like a, a plastic uh, train that looks kind of Lego like, and he is stroking it as if it's a penis and then the next scene, and this is supposed to be funny, guys. This this is supposed to be humor. We're supposed to be laughing at this. And then the next day, you know, Tiffany Haddish comes back again, brings the little boy again. And then, of course, Ari Spears is, like, acting all weird. He's in his underwear now. And then it does the reverse where the little boy's peeking at him through the newspaper and then squirting oil and rubbing on his back. And, and that, that's the routine. And what, what the lawsuit mainly is about is that they were grooming. They're saying you're, you were grooming these kids to be in these, uh, you know, sexually molestation, explicit type of comedy or sketches. And so there's a lawsuit about it. All right. So uh, on that note, I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. And when I feel like 
Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole with Terry Joyce. All right, so I want to play you something that appeared. Uh, I guess this was like, well, the, the tweet this is coming from, there's a tweet that's it's hard for me to find, but also on Funny or Die. I guess it's also, according to An Open Secret, which is a documentary about, um, again, grooming young boys and people and, Brian Singer and okay. So if you're not familiar with it, go ahead and Google it. But yeah, so their tweet, their Twitter tweeted this. Uh, it was actually on 725-2018. It's a clip of why does comedy at Comedy Central think pedophiles kidnapping children in a van is funny. And this involves Patton Oswald and Sarah Silverman. And I remember this and I want to oh. Okay, I want to play this for you. Uh, this is uh, what people think is funny. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to like hold this closer to here. You're having a good time. Be sure to tell all your friends. Hey, good band lady. Can we pull over? I need to make pee pee. I'll just go in my mouth. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Could you can I ask you a really crazy question? Yeah, shoot. Do you ever have weird thoughts about um children? Jesus. Hey, I don't know who you think you're talking to. I would never look at a child that way. Of course, I'm I'm so sorry. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I've been having these really strange Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh my god, sign me up for that. Uh, Butterface. Ugh. All right, I gotta go. It's the Vans. Uh, it's called. It's. I believe the the bit was called. It's the Vans. And look, she's driving a van. He's driving a van. You know the whole thing about children being abducted in vans. It's like blaming it on the vans and not the people, I guess, is the big joke. I don't know. But this kind of humor is being allowed. See, this is what's disturbing to me. You know, I seriously, you how do you charge Tiffany Haddish and or Ari Spears for doing a comedy sketch? Uh, you know, what, what are the laws around that? Okay, you can charge somebody for having CP, child porn, or you can have you can charge somebody for, you know, a molestation charge and, you know, they they have to register as a sex offender, but when you're a comedian doing comedy and you're doing this type of humor, I mean, can they use the first amendment and go, well, you know, I'm protected underneath the first amendment because I have, you know, the freedom of speech. 
when is it wrong? Is it the they're saying, of course, the in, in the articles that I'm reading that uh, you know the young boy is Trump was traumatized. He's like 14 now, but he doesn't want to have his picture taken. He's he's got issues from it. And then one of the thoughts I thought was like, well, why did the mother allow the children to be in bits like this? Like she obviously, if she said, here's my, you know, child labor laws and this and that, you have to give consent for your child to be in a production. Didn't she look at the material before she let her child be in these these productions? Well, maybe, maybe she didn't because she was Tiffany Haddish's friend and she trusted Tiffany Haddish that the material would have been okay without her actually really looking at the material. Now that could have happened and that might, that could be a, a lesson to parents right now. And like, what do you allow your, what type of, of comedy or shows do you allow your children to participate in? Now I want to bring up uh, first, I want to start with the, uh, the, Daily Beast article, and I'm going to read a little bit of it. I'm uh, saying fair use because I'm just educating the public, so I'm giving this material with the with the fair use laws. Uh, a Jane Doe and her younger brother allege in a new lawsuit that the comics recruited them into performing inappropriate, sexually suggestive acts in sketches when they were minors. During their childhoods, Jane Doe and her younger brother say that they called Tiffany Haddish, Haddish Auntie Tiff. The comedian had met their mother through the comedy circuit and used to refer to the siblings as her niece and nephew. But in a lawsuit filed pro se on Monday night in which Jane is an anonymous plaintiff on behalf of both herself and her brother, who is a minor, the siblings allege that Haddish and her fellow comic Ari Spears recruited each of them to perform inappropriate acts on camera when they were hidden, when they were children. Jane Doe, now 22, and her younger brother John, now 15, have adopted pseudonyms due to their respective ages at the time of the allegations. Jane, who is John's legal guardian, is the plaintiff in the lawsuit both individually and on her minor brother's behalf. The sibling's complaint, which names Haddish and Mad TV alum Spears as defendants, centers on two alleged incidents in which Haddish and Spears allegedly encouraged one of the siblings to perform sexually suggestive acts on camera while underage. Representatives for Spears and Haddish did not respond to the Daily Beast request for comment. Jane was 14 year old, years old when her alleged video shoot took place and John was seven. Their mother alleges that she and Haddish met through comedy and bonded over a shared source of strife. And then it goes on. Um, but the one thing that I do want to point out too and I don't know if it comes up in the, um, I'm, I'm just kind of scrolling through the, uh, the Daily Beast article. But in the TMZ article, I don't think it happens in this article. Okay. So the TMZ article has 
a quote from the lawyer saying that you know this is just they're they're just they're just trying to get money that nothing wrong happened here and the and and the the person that is defending tiffany haddish is saying this is just greedy greed by the mother they can't even get a lawyer to represent them because they know how bogus this claim is and really i i find that to be like for example Vanity Fair starts right off on it. Tiffany Haddish sued for alleged child sexual abuse, says claims are bogus. Haddish and Mad TV alum Aries Spears are being sued by an anonymous plaintiff and her brother who claimed that the pair coerced them into making sexually suggestive comedy videos when they were children. Tiffany Haddish has been sued by a woman and her younger brother for alleged child sexual abuse claims which Haddish's attorney is calling bogus. In a story first reported by the Daily Beast, siblings identified only as Jane Doe, now 22, and John, now 15, allege that Haddish and Mad TV alum Ari Spears coerced them into filming sexually suggestive scenes when they were minors for various comedy sketches. The lawsuit was filed on Tuesday in California Superior Court for Los Angeles County by Jane, suing Haddish and Spears on behalf of herself and her younger brother, John. Per People, Jane alleges in her suit that the defendants were groomed, the sister and brother, when they were 14 and 7 years old, respectively, leaving them both traumatized for life. In a statement made to Vanity Fair, Haddish's lawyer, Andrew, Andrew Brett Brettler, categorically denied the claims presented in the lawsuit, calling them meritless and saying that the plaintiff's mother, Triza Morris, has been trying to assert these bogus claims against Ms. Haddish for several years. Every attorney who was initially taken on her case, and there were several, ultimately dropped the matter once it became clear that the claims were meritless and Ms. Haddish would not be shaken down. Brettler's Statement continues, now Ms. Morris was her adult daughter representing herself in this lawsuit. The two of them will together face the consequences of pursuing this frivolous action. Oh, and here's another one. Again, a little bit on the on the uh, subway. The video per the suit was sexually suggestive subway commercial in which Haddish and Spears allegedly filmed Jane Doe performing inappropriate sexually sexual acts on a sandwich. Okay, so where does this where does this fall? Where where does this fall? Okay, in terms of legality, because you're talking about a comedy sketch. Should this be allowed in the entertainment industry at all? I mean, should you be able to exploit? children in a comedy bit because it's comedy what is the difference between this and a movie or starcore or whatever i mean i know that there's no nudity but the 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 video with the little boy in the underwear i mean it was obvious they were exploiting him in his underwear and they had him open his swing his legs wide open on his belly with ari peeping through like the paper i mean it was really pervy and you are, it doesn't matter. Like, like we live in a time where you can't even talk about sex in the workplace. 
and you're going to get slapped with a sexual harassment lawsuit. How is having children perform sexual acts, whether they be real or not, acceptable and not considered harassment or not okay for children? I think this case is beyond the personal into our own society. The the fact that, that it's being defended as, oh, this is okay. It was okay to put children in parts like this because it's comedy. And how is it as people do we think or we find this funny or that we should have this type of humor served up to us as if like, yeah, it's comedy. Hello, it's comedy. Ha ha. It's funny. It's a joke. It's not real. Because I'll tell you something about comedy. Comedy integrates people into accepting things in many ways. You can make something funny that's incredibly controversial and dark and because you laughed about it or it's being presented as as this is just funny means that we are accepting this kind of treatment of minors not only in film and television and comedy and sketches but then think about the darker aspect of what this is another thing that i want to you know say before i leave and end this podcast and again thank you very much for listening to this another comedian came out Kari Holcomb Kari Holcomb Kari Kari Holcomb Holcomb I should know how to pronounce his name better because we were both on last comic standing and we were in the same competition with one another when we did the third season which was first season against second season last comic standing he has also came out and done a show about this, but per- primarily is like concentrating on Ari Spears as being the bad guy and not Tiffany Haddish. See, I think the reason why there's lawyers and there's people in place to defend Tiffany Haddish, not because like looking at the content saying, oh, this is inappropriate to be doing to children in the entertainment industry at all. But the fact that someone like Tiffany Haddish makes money for a bunch of other people. And so a bunch of other people have interest in protecting these performers. But in that, where does our ethical, where where does ethics lie? Where is protection for the children lie in our society? I think this particular lawsuit is much bigger and more of a reflection on us and where we're headed to as a society, as a culture, and what we're willing to accept and how we're willing to treat children than it is per se about individual peoples who are participating in it. Well, it's about them too. But then again, how, like the lawyer said, where there are no laws about this yet. And I'm thinking perhaps there should be. I want to thank you guys for listening to my show. Like I said before, um, if you'd like to uh, support me, I didn't say this before, but I did a little commercial for uh, my CBD BioCare products. Please check that out. That's one way of supporting my work by, is by uh, coming on board and using these really great products that I have. Again, we have a brand new sleeping gel with CBN and melatonin in, melatonin in it. I'm hearing great things. Also, we have a CBD spray, spray, hotspot spray for animals that is just doing wonderful healing. And also humans can use it too. Matter of fact, my aunt just bought that one. So check that out at greatcbddeals.com. If you'd like to support me um, financially, support the Terry Joyce uh, 
the Terry Joyce journalism student getting my degree. I do need help. You can do that on my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash not my rabbit hole. And then also I'm at PayPal at Hollywood Hemptress, H-E-M-P-T-R-E-S-S at gmail.com. And all of my other links, cash app, Venmo will be sourced at in, in, in the description of this podcast. Uh, thank you again for listening to my show. And uh, I'm going to like give me a, give you a little outro m- music here. Um, before I go. Um, hold on here. <laughs> I should have had this already. I should have been ready to go ready to say goodbye. Uh, here we go. Good night, everybody. Good day. Good afternoon. Good morning. Until next time, God bless you and take care.